we're back, 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 back again. I mean, I don't even know who I'm talking to at this point because according to my analytics, I'm like, I my first episode had over 500, over 600, and it's gone down 100 every episode. So by um, this episode, I should only have 100 listeners. Great. <laughs> really phenomenal work. So if we can all rate... Um, write a little review and post about the pod so we can get some viewership, some listenership. Because, listen, I don't mind talking for 100 people, but it was more exciting to see higher numbers. Like I said, it's time to keep it real. Welcome to the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast. I'm Logan Slaughter. Some of you may know me as Logan Hardcore, my cross-dressing alter ego. And I am here every week to spill the tea, the whole tea, and nothing but the real, unfiltered, unsweetened tea. Because I think we live in a time where everyone's just too politically fucking correct and trying to say the right thing. And I don't give a F-U-C-K. Yes. Um, so, I mean... I posted on my Instagram that I was going to talk about gays over COVID. And I truly feel like I'm going to call this episode gays over gays over COVID. I'm I'm, I'm going to call it gays over the gays that are gays over COVID. <laughs> I am so sick of the gays that are over gays over COVID. Code, 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 um, And we're going to, you know, this is going to be a... A hell of a journey this week because I I got like angry at the responses. I think I got let me pull it up. I think I had close to seventy five responses like written. Girl, it was a journey. Like let's just leave it at that. I'm pulling it up right now. Let's go to your archive, sis. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. So it's pulled up, so this is great. Um, And we're going to get into it. But, you know, I want to just start... This kind of takes us back to um, 4th of July and all of that. Like, the meth gala. This really... Gays over COVID has been happening. It just now is a published thing. Someone, I am gays over COVID. Just kidding. <laughs> How dare you? I'm not gays over COVID. Um, for 500, run me my $500, my 500 duelers, and I could be gays over COVID. I said what I said. And that's on God. Um... Sorry, I'm a little stuffed up. I'm in my attic recording this, and it's fucking three degrees. Um, I'm just gonna... I don't think I need to say this, but I am so 100% on board with gays over COVID. Um, I'm gonna kind of give my... There's gonna be an article coming out this week that I gave an interview for, and anyone that knows me knows when I do an interview, sometimes I just talk without thinking that people are gonna read it. And um, I was very open in my appreciation for gays over COVID and my stance. And I think it is so, I love it. I think, you know, 
I've always said since the beginning, if people are upset because someone else posted what they were doing, they know deep down somewhere in their little cold, bitter heart that they did something wrong. I said what I said. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I saw the sound bar go up. If you guys heard that, I will literally die. It's just a little toot, girl. It's a little rude toot toot. I've been on Weight Watchers. I'm down nine pounds, but the gas is wild. Yeah, new year, new me. <laughs> you want to bring up my stuff? Girl, talking about you want to bring up my stuff. You want to bring up my stuff. If you go out and do something dumb and put it on Facebook, I am going to talk about your stuff. You want to bring up my stuff? Yes, Mama, I do. Like, here's the thing. There are rules. We're living in a time of rules and regulations. And, um, yeah. Yeah, you know what, baby? Baby doll? If you're going to do dumb shit, like, go to circuit parties, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it. Um, in all honesty, and it's like the worst ones are the healthcare workers, and they've been doing this since the meth gala. And sorry, I have to have a sip. The meth gala, and I love that that's just a thing. The meth gala. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's the healthcare worker. It's the healthcare workers for me. Um, but okay, I'm just gonna read some of the replies that I got. So I said I'm doing my. Um, I'm going to record Hardcore Honest Teapod. I'm going to discuss gays over COVID. What are your thoughts? So a lot of them are like this. Fucking do it. Hell yes. Accountability profiles are good because it leads to discouraging others. So let's stop there. Um, I don't know if it leads to discouraging others. And I don't think that in my, in, for me, when I am talking about people, mama, me, I, I I could tag people all day long. I tag people when I have a boatload of receipts. <laughs> a boatload of receipts. And when I know that my reach is going to reach someone that's going to reach them. Six degrees of separation of stupid. Six degrees of separation of COVID stupidity, bitch. That's on God. Um, I post when I know I'm going to get someone fired. <laughs> I post when you're a employee and that you think you're going to go back to work at after you've been at a circuit party. And I know people that can make sure that that doesn't happen. I said what I said. Um... I also am not above emailing companies and tagging companies. I think, for example, I have posted about gym instructors. I've posted gym instructors because I saw on Gays Over COVID that they were at the Puerto Vallarta. The, we're just going to call it the PV. They were at the PV party and they were scheduled to work 
three days after New Year's Eve, which means they would have gone to the party, gone to the airport, come home, and gone to work at Barry's boot camp in L.A. Um, no. How dare you? Literally, how dare you? Um, so no, I saw gays over COVID posted. I posted. I have a large reach on Instagram, and I posted and tagged, and needless to say, they were taking off the um, schedule. That's due to gays over COVID. That's due to the people like me with large um, Instagrams that post. But I'm sorry, I don't think that someone that was at a circuit party should be instructing in a fucking fitness class that's probably indoors three days after they get home. I said what I said. Um, let's see a couple more of these. Um, doing important work, but also young and annoying. So I don't know who's behind Gays Over COVID. A lot of people have asked me in my interview I just did, which will be coming out this week, I think. They were convinced that I knew. I do not know who Gays Over COVID is. I have my suspicions. I haven't even reached out to that person. But um, I do believe that they're young. I do not think that they are doing this for anything other than to spread awareness. I don't think that they're doing anything wrong. I don't think they think that they're a fucking news source. They're not journalists. Um, and I think they're just going with what they have. Um, you know, and they're trying to do it with integrity and pride, in my opinion. On, on that side of the street, if you're going to be on the call-out team, do it 100%. Do it with integrity and pride of, you know what? Do it. Name the names. Leave the names up. Put the screen names up. Tag their work. Like, that's how you do it when you're a boss. Speaking of pride, I just want to let everyone know about Gay Pride Apparel. Gay Pride Apparel is one of my favorite websites. It's started by two guys that I absolutely love. I'm going to probably have them on this podcast in the next, in this month. They just started their own podcast, but like gayprideapparel.com is phenomenal. They make high quality products for all identities. I love my Trans Lives Matter shirt. Um, I love, they also have like, they just got rebranded and they have this beautiful new brand um, and logo and like theme, which I love. I'm going to get them on here to talk about their podcast so we can talk a little bit more about this. They are a first generation Mexican-American, LGBTQ plus IA, all of that. They're an, that own brand focused on empowerment, pride, and authenticity for year-round pride. Um, they've been trusted with over 15,000 orders in two short years. And let's just say that, like, that's really big. That's really big. When I was selling merchandise and doing, like, Logan Hardcore tank tops, I sold quite possibly four of them. <laughs> and they've done 15,000 thousand orders in two years that's pretty phenomenal um they've partnered in the past with hbo rhode island pride queen's prides brita filter from rupaul's drag race and drag out the vote just to name a few and now they are partnering with me logan hardcore so go to gayprideapparel.com and use code honest h-o-n-e-s-t-e-a for 20 percent off your order that's Honest Tea for 20% off your order. And um, also, we have spoken. Would you be interested if we did either Logan Hardcore Merchandise or we did Hardcore Honest Tea Merchandise, like a t-shirt or a phone case or something, and we went through Gay Pride Apparel? Let me know if that's something you'd be in for because we are trying to work together on making this all great for everyone. So another one that I have is um, 
Accountability is sexy. I support them. Get her, Jade. They seem uninformed. Like getting mad at NBC News for using the term allegedly. Like I just said, I do think that they're uninformed um, about journalism. They are just, uh, they're an account. It's like a fan account. It's like a Bravo fan account. It's like a Kardashian fan account. Interesting we don't see something similar going on in straight culture. This, this, mama, this. Okay. So, this is going to tie into everyone always saying we have to support each other. Um, I really am divided on this. One part of me is like, we have to be gay, we're gay, we should all support each other. And the other part of me is, before COVID, there were enough in-house fighting in our community. You're too mask, you're too femme, you're a drag queen, you're a butch les. Like, there has always been this. Gays don't get along. Sorry. Like, hate to break it to you, kids. But we don't live as one big happy community. The only time we can live as one big happy community is when we're all watching Drag Race at a sports bar. Five minutes after that episode airs, y'all faggots that are on steroids pretend that drag queens are beneath you? That any man that's wearing a crop top and a like, pair of heels in the bar is disgusting? We we are not a great community of togetherness. And anyone that wants to fucking tell me we are can go suck my dick because we're not. And that's on period. Um, Explicit. Sorry. <laughs> but like, I get really heated when people say we have to stick to... No, we don't. No, we don't. I don't have to stick with trash, bitch. I don't have to stick with trash. You know what I do? I put trash in the trash. I don't deal with trash. I live a green life, bitch. <laughs> Talk Shut your you. fucking mouth. I've had enough of you, you beast. <laughs> I can't. Um, which is going to bring me into... Um, I, you know what? Let's. So the straight community. I can't speak for the straight community. I um, don't... Follow, I am a very gay, pop culture-focused... Um, person. I don't know what goes on in the straight community. Um, I will say this. I'm sure there are some sorts of accounts, but this one has really taken off for the gay community. If anyone has any insight on that, let me know because I would actually love to go into it. How chaotic they are and how it's turning our, our community against one, one another. Okay, this is one of three comments that I got out of probably 75 that wasn't in support of this, which I'm going to come back to, Miss Thing, because... We want to hear real opinions from a real queen. Well, here we go. I've always been taught to do what you don't mind aired out in public. Girl, let's don't do what you don't mind aired out in public. I said what I said. Girl, you don't want people blasting you? Don't be at a circuit party, mama. You don't want people to hate you, Silky Nutmeg Ganache? Don't be at a circuit party and then try to hide your 15 chins behind two little plastic cups. I said what I said. Um, you don't want to have to make up lies about feeding homeless children and all that shit and buying houses in Mexico, Shangela? Don't go to circuit parties and be caught on video at the host hotel having cocktails in a cabana. 
Um, but this brings me to the point, like, the gays are so attention-seeking that there's always going to be photos and videos. Like, you see, I posted the promoters of the white party were literally telling them to not bring their phones. No phones. We don't want any photos or video. Why not? You know, I've worked really big events. I've never been told not to put anything online. You want to know why, bitch? Because they were legal and not looked down upon. When a fucking state... Like, the state they were supposed to be in in Mexico said no, and they moved to a different state in Mexico. I don't know if they're called states, but that's what it broke down to. You moved your party somewhere else because the place you were having it didn't want you and said no more, mama. No, gracias. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how, like, how much more blatant it gets. Don't do shit you don't want talked about. Um, consequences. Not all heroes wear capes. They deserve it. A pandemic killed so many in our community. Natural selection. Okay, well, that's a lot. But um, gays over COVID had their time. They're a trash ass account with a loser running it. Hashtag time's up. Well, that's really cute, coming from someone who's a go-go dancer at Alegria. Um, and hashtag Time's Up is literally about men taking advantage of women in Hollywood. So, <laughs> really, really phenomenal work, trash. Lit- really phenomenal work, trash. I said what I said. Girl, this person, meanwhile, at Halloween has photos in a, at a costume contest. So, don't do it, queen. Um, and then this brings me to this one. Toxic as fuck. From a dear friend of mine when I was out in the bars and carrying on. I have not seen this person since March. Um, in, in real person. In, like, closeness. I've seen you on video. We've done FaceTime. We, you know, the support and the love is there. They're not toxic, and you think they're toxic because you're out doing dumb shit. You're out living your life as it's normal. Out having drinks, out at the beach, out licking people's faces in the Hamptons, out doing this, out doing that. Well, outgrowing my patience. I said what I said. My patience is outgrown. You know what's toxic? Your behavior. Your actions. I said what I said. And your constant need for attention putting it on Facebook and Instagram. I said what I said. How dare you? Come to my page and call accountability toxic. Accountability would be me blasting your ass for licking people's faces that aren't in your COVID bubble that you're with different people every fucking five minutes. That would be toxic. Okay. Okay. Like, friends of mine are going to get a little bit of passive me not just saying their name. But, like, the behaviors, girls. Like, you're not going to come here saying things are toxic when, Miss Mama, you were all over Fire Island, 4th of July, at those parties, girl. So, 
before we go calling things toxic, let's really understand that I could make things toxic. And I'm not the one. One plus one equals two, bitch. So, um, you plus me, two is the truth. Um, I don't like people that are out living their lives as it is normal, as if it is two years ago, having anything negative to say about this account. Because, bitch, it is only time. Only time before they get your ass. You might not talk to me after this and you hear it. You might hate me. You might email me and be like, girl, that was a lot. But, but that's how I feel and it's how I've been feeling for months. So that's on period. That's on God. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> you know, in my program, I'm learning. Make a list of things you're grateful for and make a list of shit you're turning over. Today... I'm turning over, pretending I'm sorry for shit that I'm not sorry about. I'm not sorry that you were in Fire Island at the meat rack party and I found out about it because you certainly weren't going to tell me. I, ca- I, I believe I came to you and asked you about it because people told me you were there knowing that you are my friend. Okay, this is going somewhere it doesn't need to go. Um, it's not toxic. Your behavior is toxic. And that's on God. Do with it what you will. <laughs> um, that sent me on a tirade. Um, but in all honesty, I give people in my life, and people in my life know this. I'll give you a little slide here. I'll give you a little slide there. But after this big event, like the 4th of July, you want to give me a big sob story and I'm going to get things together. And <laughs> But every other day you're with a different group of people doing different things in different cities. It can't be me. So get your behavior together. Follow the New York guidelines, which are stay to your COVID pod. The COVID pod that you're in is, but Miss Mama, half of New York City nightlife, half of New York City gays, because, bitch, you are everywhere. You are like that Bernie Sanders meme. You are everywhere to me. You are everywhere I see. And you're one of the people that puts it on Instagram. Girl, I feel like I could have a cocktail. But you know what? Instead, after this, I'm probably going to go pour myself a mingle mocktail. Guys, rather you're doing dry January, which is almost up, or you're living a life of sobriety like I am, or you just feel like taking a break and giving your body a rest, mingle mocktails is the perfect brand for you. Um, I'm going to be having another one coming up. This, but I'm going to kind of just try to explain the difference right now. Mingle is a crafted mocktail ready to go opening the bottle you can open the bottle pour it in a beautiful glass and feel like you are part of the party you will have a cocktail like the cocktail aesthetic it's ready to go you can add a liquor to it and really make it a cocktail um and that's what i love about mingle um i would bring mingle to a dinner 
any time because and I had it at Thanksgiving, I had it at Christmas, I had it at New Year's Eve. And I never felt like an outsider because everyone else had real drinks and I was standing there, not with a seltzer can, but with a glass with a beverage look like something that looked like a beautiful cocktail. Um you can find Mingo Mocktails in many stores. You can find a store locator on their website, mingomocktails.com. While you're there, you can just order. Um their price point is phenomenal, you guys. You can get a bottle, I think, for eight dollars. And you can get I think five bottles for 44 like this is a great thing my favorite um, flavors are the cosmo and the bellini and if you buy online on minglemocktails.com or on amazon you can use code 10 hardcore for 10 percent off of your entire purchase which i think is phenomenal you're going to help support this podcast um you know we're really just getting started. I hope to, you know, be able to do bigger things with this. But right now, I'm self-funded. And anytime you can use my promo code, it would be really helpful. So I'm probably going to go have a mango mocktail after this because Lord knows I might just shove it up my ass and do a handstand and let it run through my veins. Um, because I really got myself carried away. Um, it kind of makes me talk. It makes me want to talk about Jake Resin Cow. Doing another party. And now, like, hold on. Let me fucking go to this asshat's Instagram because I'm sure he's so fucking retarded. Whoops. That it's going to be up. So hold on, please. Jake Resin. Oh, he might have blocked me. No. Press. <laughs> um. Let's see. Yeah, I don't see... It keeps coming up as an ad for me. Oh, it's Utopia. No, that was already happened. Yeah, you guys. Let me see. Jake Resincow Events. Yes, there we are, darling. Utopia, gal. Okay, let's go in. Upcoming events. Utopia, a four-day LGBTQ open-air retreat launched Labor Day weekend 2020 on a private lake in the foothills of the Pocono Mountains with two-time testing all coming together. Um, So now I believe they're doing another one and it is... Yes, the first two hotels are sold out. There's villas that were just added. How fun! One of the most magical islands will become our own private utopia. Experience the beauty of a five-mile-long island, just a 20-minute ferry off the coast of Cancun. You get to arrive by a private catamaran. You can. There's going to be yoga... Um, let's see. They're going to have DJs Dan Slater, Spencer H, Matt Denton. Oh, she's really just doing it. Just more special guests. Um, all packages include three nights, a weekend pass, wellness and yoga. I mean, this is great. You know what? There is going to be a mask mandatory. Advanced testing. There will be, there have had zero reported cases after Utopia. Okay. Well, I don't believe that. Trash. Um, so, like, this is an actual three-day gay event that is being um, posted about all over fucking Instagram. I see it all the time. Um, 
And I just, I can't, you guys. I can't. It's coming up soon. It's too much for me to even think about the fact that there, this is happening after the backlash of New Year's Eve. Like, people can't get it together, and I find it offensive. Um, something else I find offensive is RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> just setting Simone up for the win. You guys, uh, the, Simone is an icon. Simone is an icon. When the category is train and she had a do-rag train. Absolutely. And she is so just stunning and has such stage presence. She is one of the best queens I've ever seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. I hated the challenge, so I'm not even going to talk about that. And I am also going to say that Tina Burner had one of the ugliest outfits I have ever seen on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I said what I said. And then you see that Gottmik posted on her Instagram and said she was going to do a conductor. But when she saw Tina, she was like, I'll switch my outfit. I wouldn't have. But, like, you're starting to see her... Tina and Candy are really close, so, like, I don't know. I don't know, girl. Maybe she didn't want to make her sister Tina feel bad, but that that outfit looked like it had two tearaways on under it, so I don't know if it was just weird fabric or if Tina got a little... Uh, <laughs> Miss thing. It was not the look for me. Um, I was not featuring it. Um... Denali, I like the idea of a train being the um, made of feathers. I actually said to my husband, I said, I, that's really creative. And it was nice to see a different take on it. Candy looked dumb and should have not, like at least been talked to about how gross her outfit looked. Other Like, it was literally sewn in the last second. And it looked like they just took a piece of fabric off the wall and sewed it to it. It was like, look, it's a train. Um, Kamora, Kamora, Renee, your favorite, Kamora Hall, looked beautiful. You can't take that away from her. Um, when it got down to the lip sync, though, m Mama, I have seen paint dry that I thought was more entertaining than her. It's what midnight. You wanna, uh, yeah. I want your love. She needed drugs. She needed a pick-me-up. She needed a pick-me-up. <laughs> what a mess. I think Rosé looked gross. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I just don't like it. Every I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's I can't get past her face. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'm going to, like, have a turnaround and love her this week. Who knows? Um, who else was... I mean, there wasn't anything standout-ish. I think Tamisha was okay. You know, talking about, like, her real life and having children, like, that's big. And, like, it's great to show that there are queens that have real children that do this for a living. And, um, like, I think of Tempest. Tempest has children and does it. Um... One thing I do want to speak about is there was in the challenge all of these gay references, especially to Mommy Dearest, and the younger girls aren't getting it. And I said that, like, my husband was like, 
Um, well, it's not a it's a drag contest. It's not a contest of knowing gay um, references. Y- yes, it is. Drag is gay references. And when I moved to New York and started doing drag, Epiphany and Acid Betty made a list of movies that I was to watch. And I watched them. And when I moved in with Bianca, I got such an even deeper wealth of knowledge going to like um, Anti-Mame and things like that that I had never seen. And just like, if you go on this show and it is season 13, you need to know what Mommy Dearest is. And know the references. I was rooting for us! I think I'm going to make that a sound clip. <laughs> can, can somebody write that down? There's no one here. It's just me. Let me put it in my notes. Make. I was rooting for us a sound bite. Okay. Totally. Got it. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Really phenomenal work we're doing over here at Hardcore Headquarters. Um... But, you know, the overall, Candy acted a fool. People are saying that Candy's talking too much and untucked. And I just have to say this. I would carry... I would, that would be me. I wouldn't shut up. You're there. You have to carry this. Someone has to carry this. And that group... Who's going to talk? It's not Utica. Utica, are you okay to... Are you okay to... Are you okay to talk? I can't. She's too quiet. I need her to break out. Because I find things she does really great and really funny, but she they're not giving her a personality at it. Which, I don't know what they're doing, because it's, you know, she needs it. She needs, maybe she's going to have a personality next episode. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who else is even on the show. Um, Gottmik. Was beautiful. That was supposed to be her um, chiffon, her sheer. We're here, we're sheer. Get used to it. That was supposed to be her sheer look. Um, and it was very trans representation. Gorge. For you, And you can see, did everyone notice the difference in the sparkle on the rhinestones between that and some of the other girls? Those are glass stones, bitch. Those are expensive. That's what you want to look like when you walk on the runway. Um, RuPaul looked like shit, and if you're gonna tell others to have their outfits lined, you need to make sure your dress is lined. And Michelle, never wear black lipstick again. Gross. Gross. Um, (laughs) this weekend, okay. Here we go, kids. Breaking news. Saturday night, you have required watching. So DVR it and watch it before Monday, the Wendy Williams movie on Lifetime and the Wendy Williams documentary on Lifetime. It's going to be a four-hour event on Lifetime, Saturday night. Watch them both because Monday's episode is going to be all about Wendy, unless someone does some shit. But we are going to be having a Wendy Williams extravaganza because I have a feeling the movie is going to be a cult classic and then the documentary you know they're showing clips that are show make me think it's gonna be fucking everything we need so required watching saturday night wendy williams weekend movies on lifetime saturday night well kids i don't want to bamble and ramble so what i'm gonna do is cut this one at 35 minutes um to the person that i was talking about um I hope we can be 
friends after you hear this because I'm sure you're going to feel like I should have come to you with my thoughts, but I think you know my thoughts and I don't need to say them to you. But, um, you know, it's, it, it is what it is. It's, it is what it is. Um, nothing but love for any of my friends and I just am wanting everyone to be safe and you know, when I see this behavior that's not following New York state laws, it's upsetting, it's angering, and I'm locked in a house 99% of the time. I've seen the same seven people, really, since March. With the exception of my birthday weekend, when I saw two friends, like, took that chance, talk about it, own it, but you're doing it every day. So with that being said, do better, bitch. Bye.